Welcome, everyone, to the Southern Alberta Council on Public Affairs. My name is Christina Cuthbertson. I'm the Public Relations Manager at the Southern Alberta Art Gallery and a recent board member to SACPA, and I'll be your moderator for today. Just a few quick announcements before we get started. Um, I'd like to remind everyone to please turn off your cell phones, and um, today's session will be recorded. Um, SACPA is a nonprofit organization that relies on the support of people like yourselves, and uh, today's lunch is $10. So please put your money into the basket and have someone at your table count it prior to SACPA coming around to collect it. I'd like to thank SACPA's partners, the University of Lethbridge, for their support in distributing our information, and also Country Kitchen Catering, who is preparing our meal for today. Um, Shaw TV is also very generous in broadcasting our sessions. Um, today's format will follow the usual format. We'll take 30 minutes for our presentation, 30 minutes for lunch, and another 30 minutes at the end for a question period. And now on to the interesting stuff. Today we are going to hear from Ian Randall and Barbara Lacey on building Lethbridge's cultural corridor, the Performing Arts Theater. Um, Ian Randall worked as an art teacher and administrator in the Holy Roman uh, Spirit School Division for many years, and now that he's retired, teaches occasionally. He's an accomplished artist and musician, and maintains a studio in downtown uh, Lethbridge, and also plays for the Community Gold Band and the Lethbridge Big Band. Uh, he's been on the board of uh, the board of the Allied Arts Council for the past six years, including two years in, as the president, and currently serves as the chair of the City of Lethbridge Performing Arts Theater Steering Committee. Presenting alongside Ian today is Barbara Lacey. Um, she was born and raised in Britain and did her medical uh, training in London before immigrating to Canada in the 1960s. Um, she was a family physician and was appointed medical officer to the uh, sorry, medical officer of health for the city of Lethbridge. After her retirement in the 90s, she was elected as alderman and served for 15 years on council. She has always been an avid supporter of performing arts and over the years has attended many performances here in Lethbridge and elsewhere. While on city council, she served as uh, she served on the performing arts theater steering committee. Sorry, it's a mouthful. And today continues to support the uh, committee as a community member. So without any further ado, I give you uh, Ian and Barbara. Okay, thanks, Barbara. <laughs> Thank you, Christina. Good, mor uh, good afternoon, I guess it is now, everyone. My name is Ian Randall, and I have with me Barbara Lacey, as you've just heard. Uh, I'm a member of the Lethbridge uh, Performing Arts Theatre Steering Committee. Uh, I'm currently chair of that committee. And we're here today to talk to you about building a cultural corridor in, in Lethbridge, and more specific, specifically about the need for a new performing arts theatre uh, for our community. One thing I'll mention right off the bat here is that we've changed the name. 
We were calling it the Performing Arts Center, but we are all already in the process of building uh, a community arts center. So Performing Arts Center, Community Arts Center, people were getting quite confused. So we're now calling it the Performing Arts Theater. So um, I'll turn it over to Barb. Thank you very much. Um, and thank you for inviting us here today. Um, as you know, that Lethbridge has a, a, a talented and deep-rooted performing arts community. And few of our talented groups are on... Where, where, which oh, one? You press. Back, sorry. There we are. This is not an inclusive list. It's, it's just a representation. And many of them have been uh, active for many years in this community. And there are always new ones coming forward. So each offers a unique contribution to Lethbridge, the Lethbridge arts and culture scene. The arts community, however, believes that the lack of performing arts space is beginning to negatively affect the growth in the performing arts sector. And so that's why we feel it's important to stress the performing arts part of the cultural corridor. The eighth, oh, sorry, the eighth perform, uh, Memorial Center was built in 1966, and that was 45 years ago. And the city's population then was approximately 35,000. Well, we're well over 85,000 today. Uh, but even then, there was controversy. Just as today, when new projects get built in the city, there's controversy about them. There was controversy about this then, uh, including a failed plebiscite, actually, at the time. Um, we're expected to reach 100,000 in population within a few years, and so uh, the eights, uh, having served us well, is probably not a good fit for a city of that size anymore. As Ian mentioned, the Yates Centre has long been the city's premier performing arts facility. But it's clear, if you've been in there recently or over the last few years, that it faces many challenges and can no longer be the primary venue for our performing arts community for many reasons. The booking availability, believe it or not, is very limited. There are very few what we call black days. In other words, very few days when it's not being used or isn't, being, uh, isn't booked by somebody. Many groups get turned away. And if they do not book in advance, particularly. The facility is so well used that there have been very few black or empty days for considerable length of time. Any of you who have been in there know or have performed in there know that there are many acoustical and technical issues. Even if you're a member of the audience, you'll know that there are some acoustic and technical issues, which over the years we've tried to, tried to correct. But the acoustic issues really are at the point where we can't make them very much better. There is a low seating capacity. Many of the performances are fully booked nowadays, and as you remember, the symphony has actually moved its location partially because they, they wanted to increase their, their audience and there was nowhere for the audience to go. There is a crowded lobby space for events and intermissions, and that can be a detriment to many of the performances. 
There's a lack of barrier-free access. And as we all get older, I'm being really realizing particularly that barrier-free access is getting very important. And many of our, our patrons are finding that it's difficult to get into that theater, particularly if you want to retain your dignity. <laughs> Another big problem is the fact that there's no fly gallery for lifting sets and props. That's the bit that sits on top of the theater, and you run the, the, the props up into the fly gallery, and there is no fly tower on that building. So many of us have enjoyed seeing performances and attending events at the AIDS, but our vision is to keep it as a community-accessible theater in addition to the, perform the new performing arts theater. As we can see uh, by this um, slide, um, perhaps if you can't read it from the back, I'll just read it uh, for you. Uh, this is about the seats per capita in, Le in Lethbridge. Medicine Hat has 0.022 seats per capita, the same as Red Deer. And Lethbridge has 0.013 seats per capita. So as we can see, Lethbridge is in dire need of additional performing arts space compared to similar-sized cities in Alberta. And just to add to that, Lethbridge is another disadvantage in that the most seats we have in one place are 500. If we go up, then there's a big gap in there before we get to the MMAX Centre, which can take all three to 6,000. Um, and so there is a gap in there of any, any uh, facility that can take between 500 and 3,000. And that is a real problem. The arts rebuilding together, are, it's time. This initiative is a collaborative effort started in 2007 by the Allied Arts Council and the arts community and it addresses concerns with the civic arts facilities. The AIDS Centre was identified as one of those three facilities that underserve this community and is in need of attention. The other two facilities that have been, were identified was the Southern Alberta Art Gallery. That's now been expanded and renovated and reopened and is very successful. And the Bowman Arts Centre, which is being replaced by the new Community Arts Centre, which is in the process of, be of being built, and we're all very excited about that. As a result of the Arts Rebuilding Initiative and the evaluation of the AIDS, the City of Lethbridge assembled a Performing Arts Centre steering committee in the spring of 2009. And this committee includes volunteers from the performing arts community, including music, dance, and theater representatives, as well as members from the city and Allied Arts Council. Now, the first task of the steering committee was to hire a consulting team to investigate these concerns with the lack of performing arts space in our city. The committee selected the local firm of Ferrari Westwood Babbitts Architects to lead the process and Ferrari Westwood Babbitts assembled a consulting team with an international reputation comprised of theater projects consultants, web management services incorporated, and threshold acoustics. These uh, latter uh, consultants were brought up from the States uh, for this pro project and for this purpose. 
and the team had a lot of, of expertise and a lot of experience, not just in North America, but what, some of them were international. And they did have experience in cities our size as well as big centers like London and Toronto and places like that. So they were a very well-experienced um, team. In November of 2009, the consulting team met and interviewed over 100 individuals involved in the performing arts in Lethbridge, and some of you in this room may well have been interviewed at that time. They also toured the existing facilities, researched the neighboring venues, and studied existing arts audiences and population trends. They produced a very extensive and comprehensive study and that included a functional program, some preliminary concept design, capital cost estimations, and a business plan for the facility operations. And this was presented to City Council in May of 2010, just about a year ago. And as I mentioned earlier, that, <clears throat> that was approved in principle by the Council at that time. The study confirmed what the arts community already knew. First of all, uh, a capacity issue. There's very few black days, as Barbara mentioned before. Those are days when there's nobody using the space and there's no income coming in from it. There's also very little space avail availability for local groups and touring programs. There are no venues in Lethbridge that are larger than 750 but smaller than 6,500. This really takes us out of the picture for a lot of touring programs that uh, require more than the six, 750 or 650 uh, and for, for whom uh, the, um, the NMAX Center would be uh, not usable. The, uh, the uh, aspect of functionality uh, comes into play when we consider the poor acoustics that are available in the Yates. Uh, Yates, when it was built, uh, had a lot of uh, these issues that uh, were never really quite resolved. And uh, so a lot of the, the companies that, uh, even the local groups that have traditionally performed in the Yates, uh, have now chosen to perform elsewhere in churches and etc., where the acoustics is much better. Even though the seating may be not as, as good, um, perhaps the sight lines are not as good, and so on. Um, so for some of these groups, acoustics is, is a prime consideration. There's also uh, no fly gallery at the Yates, and a fly gallery is where you have the large tower over the stage where you can lift uh, or fly the sets upwards and downwards um, for different performances. There's a lack of lobby and gathering space, and there's also a lack of barrier-free access, as Barb mentioned earlier. The other important thing that this study addressed was the benefits of a new performing arts center to the community as a whole, and they're quite extensive. Uh, as you know, it, the arts are an economic generator in, them, in themselves. And it's estimated in this report that it would, this theater alone would generate about six million annually into the local economy and would produce about 50 jobs within the community over and above the jobs that are made available within the theater. 
It would also do a lot for downtown revitalization. Um, the city council has been very, um, very much behind the idea of revitalizing the downtown. And some of you may remember the heart of the city plan that it's now being put into place. But one of the things that that, that report identified was that, that the downtown needed a focus. It needed something that would bring people down there on a regular basis. And it was seen that a cultural corridor, much as what we as we're trying to um, to to uh, obtain, would do that. It would act as a focus for the downtown, and the downtown is very much behind this idea because they see it as increased people visiting, and it would be good for their businesses. The other thing that locals that many studies are showing nowadays that it also enhances would enhance the availability of, for local business and industry to bring new employees into the city. Many of the young people, many of the people who are attracted to high-tech industries and this sort of thing are anxious that there is a, a vibrant arts and cultural uh, policy in the city and that there is an active uh, cultural and arts um, population within the city. It would also improve cultural tourism. We have, a, a, I, I think, probably a unique area in this, in this um, province, particularly, even if not in, in the whole of Canada, and that we have a lot of World Heritage Sites here. And they are being used to market this area and the, the attractions in this area um, to a much wider audience. And that audience also appreciates culture and arts, and we need a vibrant culture and arts population within the city. And again, this facility would help um, would help doing to do that, and it would provide Lethbridge as a central hub for the arts in the region. There would be also increased exposure to the performing arts. At the moment. Many of, many of us travel up to Calgary. Some of us even go down to Medicine Hat for their cultural events. This would allow many of those touring companies that are on that circuit to actually make a stop in Lethbridge. And we feel that this would be a real benefit for this community. Also, it would make... Um, it would, would improve the, the exposure... Um, the population to local arts groups because they are having problems as we've mentioned, booking the Yates Centre it's the only place for them and this would increase their, their availability for performing space and that is, is also one of the things that we thought about with the integration of the university into the community the university is very keen to have a strong downtown um, presence they have a, a much uh, um, an increasing facility of fine arts, and they're running out of performing space. And we see that jointly we may be able to come to some agreement so that we would there would be a joint venture, much as we've done in the sports things, in the arts and centered around the performing arts center in in the downtown Lethbridge.
The consultant's report was approved in principle and it was filed for further reference by the City of Lethbridge on May 3rd, uh, 2010. The steering committee will report back to the City this September 2011 with options for funding for capital costs. Of course, this, is, this would involve the actual structure of the, of the facility itself and uh, all of the uh, items that need to be included in that. Funding for operation. Running a facility of this size and of this nature requires an ongoing operational budget. A, governor, a governance model. Um, who's going to run the facility? How is it going to be run? And so on. These are questions that we need to have asked. And report validation. We've had an initial report, and the city has requested validation of that report, and that's ongoing currently at, the, at this time. So in addition to the above, the com committee is currently validating this report and ensuring that the proposed uh, facility plans meet the needs of our community. Obviously, we know that funding is a major issue. Performing arts theatres are expensive to build and operate. The cost estimates that came out of the initial report were looking at upwards of $70 million. That's a lot of money by anybody's standard. Nevertheless, if we really want something, if we really feel that this is a benefit, then we need to look at how we can fund this. So currently we're doing research to identify possible funding sources. It's not expected that this will be funded totally by the City of Lethbridge. The City of Lethbridge, we hope, will contribute to it. But there are other sources of funding for this, and this is one of the things that the, the committee is, is undertaking. And it will include looking at federal grants and provincial grants, corporate sponsorship, and very importantly, support from the community. However big or small, whoever says that they will contribute to the funding wants to know that this community is behind it and is really in support of a performing arts center. A performing arts theater would complete the vision of a cultural corridor for Lethbridge, as, as Barb has just mentioned. Uh, this corridor would be a physical corridor as well as um, a social corridor, and it also would be um, uh, a sort of a, a downtown magnet or a draw to draw people into the downtown core. And so that's what a cultural corridor is. It would be a place where our community can showcase the artistic talent we have. Um, that would include performances, festivals, exhibitions, markets, workshops, and classes. These are just a few of the activities that would happen in Lethbridge's cultural corridor. It would be a centralized one-stop shop for citizens of Lethbridge to engage in the arts and culture of our city. The first two steps of the cultural corridor are in place, the Southern Alberta Art Gallery and the new Community Arts Centre. Uh, so they will be uh, contigu contiguous in, in the plan. Uh, the actual community arts center will be going in 
where the IGA was formerly downtown in the block uh, right next to the Galt Gardens. And, of course, uh, the, it'll be t located toward the east end of that block. The uh, Performing Arts Theater would then be put on the west end of that block and would go across, uh, not span, but would actually go across physically 7th Street right into uh, <coughs> Galt Gardens. And so we would have the three facilities in a row right there. We would have the Cultural Arts Center, the Performing Arts Center, and the Southern Alberta Art Gallery. As Ian just mentioned, the current placement of the Community Arts Centre leaves space available for this other facility. And we're a long way from choosing a design, but it is exciting to be able to visualise what the facility would look like. And it's envisaged that it would face onto Galt Gardens, it would open, there would be an open area onto Galt Gardens, and the, the foyer would open in onto, looking onto the gardens, close to where the, the fountains are, too, at the moment. And it would, would complete that, that corridor, as, as Ian was mentioning. It would be a highly flexible space, and this is very crucial to creating a multi-performance performing arts facility, it isn't just being designed for one performing arts for, um, group, say music or dance or theatre. It has to be a highly flexible place so that it can adapt to whatever is being used. And nowadays, they're using more and more technology in conjunction with the performances, with the live performances. So it's got to take in parts of that as well. And it has to be able to suit the current and future needs of this community. And we see it as being, a th it's important that it's a space that people are attracted to, people are using on a constant basis. It's not just open for a performance one night a week or whatever. It has a continuous use over the weeks. So in order for the Performing Arts Theatre project to proceed, support from the community is essential. City Council and other levels of government need to hear that the community supports the project. Simple as that. If people don't come out and say, this is what we want, then who's going to speak for the project? Whether you're involved in the Performing Arts enjoy attending these events, or simply believe in a vision of a community that has a strong economic diversity and quality of life, we're urging you to make it known that I support a new performing arts center in Lethbridge. The arts are not a luxury. They are a natural expression of our innate creativity as human beings. A new performing arts theater is a facility that would help support creativity and help support our lifestyle in southern Alberta. We really want to thank you for, for having us here for, for your time today. There will be a time when we're looking for donations, however big or small, from this community. And I would urge you to keep an eye on that because that we will have to have a fundraising campaign for this theatre. And the more that we can, as a community, produce, it, it sort of is an indication of the community support, and there will be more information about that later. 
Um, we're leaving it for questions now, and because I'm sure we've taken up enough of your time and you want to eat your lunch. Uh, but there will be time for questions later, and we hope we've covered everything. But if there are other things you need to know, please don't hesitate to ask us after lunch. We've also made available some other information that's outside, and you can sign up on our mailing list to receive updates about the project, and you can receive further information from the Allied Arts Council at the number that's on the screen, 403-320-0555. Thank you very much. <laughs>